This is an OSV Podcasts production. To learn more about OSV Podcasts Network, visit osvpodcasts.com. FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influences, Father of Galia Homilies. The Catholic Influencers podcast crew have broken down countless stories and boldly ventured into an array of different topics, all the while capturing our hearts in the process. Let's recap. Hello everyone, welcome to the Recap mini-series here inside of the Catholic Influencers Podcast. This is Augie, the new member from the FRG ministry team. So excited to be a part of this amazing project and also really excited that I get to host this recap series where we look back at some of the highlight moments of the Catholic Influencers Podcast and just see what they've given us over the past few years. And as I sift through, just trying to find little pockets of wisdom from the past nine seasons that can speak to whatever you or someone you know is going through right now. So this episode, we are going to look at how to love, how to love ourselves, how to love our neighbors. Love is pretty much the name of the game, you know, even if uh, you, you can pray and go to Mass every day, you can pray a million rosaries, but if we don't have love in our hearts, then what's the point? And people come in all shapes and sizes and characteristic flavors, and as a Christian, with our hands, feet, and words and actions, we are God's communicators called to imitate the actions of our Creator, and Jesus told us the greatest commandment is to love our neighbors as much as we love ourselves. Well, Season 4, Episode 16, titled The Great Commandment, breaks down just that. So kick back, relax, and let's see what we can contract from this highlight recap. Enjoy! God doesn't differentiate and says, okay, this person's your neighbor and this mm-hmm. one isn't. The children of God, people are our neighbor, and but to love our neighbor as ourself, I'd say there are two things. The first thing is that we cannot love our neighbor if we don't let God love us, yes. okay? Only when we love God and are loved by God and allow God to love us that people become lovable. Mm. We, you know, people are not lovable. Not everyone's lovable. People who criticize and, and send me hate, hate stuff on comments, on, on videos that I post, and yeah. I, I, don't want, I don't feel love for them. But you see, because I spent time with God, I can understand maybe they write out of a sense of, of a place of misunderstanding or a place of anger or frustration. Mm. And I'm able to love them. But love, that's the second thing. It's not thing, a you feeling. See. You're loving them because you go, all right, yes. Jesus, you love them. And so I'm going to forgive and love them. Yeah, that's it. It's like even in, yeah, like this is a huge topic. But if you see people that are um, like, you know, friends that are married or something and they say, oh, you know, just don't love them anymore. And it's such an interesting thing because mm. it's love. It's, it's, it is like marriage or relationship or any relationship between mother and daughter or father and son or whatever. But it's, as you said, it's that asking Jesus, all right, you help me to love them. You help me to see them as you see them. That's the prayer that I usually do if I'm really frustrated with someone because 
then you can just let it go and just love them out of that, you know? You brought out an incredible point there. Mm. Just to clarify that love is not a feeling, it's an action, okay? So love is something I do. It's love is the fact that I serve other people even though I don't want to serve them. Love is giving 100% even when the other person's only giving me 20%, 0%, 50%. I continue to serve, I continue to love. I continue to put you and, and raise you up to will you well. And this is a thing you said in relationships mm-hmm. that people... I, I did a, um, a 50th anniversary, mm. um, a wedding anniversary and of, of this beautiful couple. Wow, it's beautiful. And, and I, it was an anniversary blessing. Mm-hmm. And as they were sitting in the church, mm-hmm. I asked the husband first. I said, I said, um, I said do, you, do you love your wife um, like you used to? And he looked at me like, and he's, he's, he was honest. He said, no, <laughs> I don't love her like I used to. <laughs> but then we started talking. We did, was like the whole homily was about this talking. And yeah, beautiful. we talked about um, how the love has changed. Now, before it was romantic, it was like feeling, it was, there was this eros, this sexual attraction, there was this beauty, there was this thing that I wanted to go home and I wanted to see, couldn't wait to see yeah, her. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, is the fact that I cannot imagine life without her. You know, the fact that even though she gets on my nerves, he gets on my nerves. It's like home. Uh, it, she yeah. and he is home, yeah. yes. And it's the, 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 this love for each other is a love of service that I live, I work so that my wife, so that my husband um, w- will feel secure. I cook for my wife or my husband, you know, so that they will be provided for. I might not feel like I love this person. But you're... This act of service. The act is of the service. Love. This is this is why I think Jesus is so amazing when he can be at the center of any relationship. One of my friends' parents have had, had eight kids. They've been together for like 40 years. And I always say to them, How how do you do it? And they say, Oh, of course there's days we get frustrated, but we ask Jesus to be in the center. So there you're loving the other person like Jesus. He gives you the grace to forgive the thing that happened yesterday, to look at the person how Jesus does, and it's transformative. And then it's there's a future there because you as you said it, it's not the same love, like, oh, it was the same love as when we first went on our first date. This is the love that's like, you know, you're sick or you're feeling down or you're, you know, we're paying the mortgage, whatever. It's those little things. And I think that comes into any part of your life when Jesus is there, that it's that loving. If, if you know God's love, you can love your neighbor, you know? That's, yes. Yeah. And it's not, it's, yeah. it's like understanding when, when we do love God and allow God to love us. Yeah. And God gives us the strength to love and that we see God's service, God's forgiveness, God's mercy towards us. Mm. We're able to show that to others. Yes. And this is why we need to stay close to love. The closer we are to God, it's like a triangle, you know, and the closer we are to God as a couple, um, and and the closer you are to each other, you're moving up the triangle, up the triangle. And then when you're united with God, you're totally united with each other. You are one in the love of God. Thank you for seeking the Lord with us today. If you long for more content and resources, check out our church online. FRG Ministries Church Online is where you will find ongoing spiritual nourishment and inspiration. Online Mass, Prayer, Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, Worship Music, Eucharistic Adoration, and so much more. You can even submit your prayer requests and commit to pray for others. 
FRG Ministry Church Online will inspire and deepen your love and understanding of Christ and His church. Be blessed by FRG Ministries Church Online at frgministry.com slash churchonline. Welcome back to the recap mini-series here on the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We just listened in on Season 4, Episode 16, The Greatest Commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Uh, I think it's important to realize, um, as I think was mentioned in the recap, that you know if we don't love ourselves, it's going to be incredibly difficult to love other people. I think this principle is completely life-changing, and what always strikes me is, you know, if we actually lived this out, you know, if we really did love other people as we love ourselves, and, and we have a clear understanding of, of how God loves us and who we are, all the other vices and sin in our lives would really go away. Like, I think about this all the time. We wouldn't commit sin, because, you know, if we really loved the person next to us, we wouldn't commit adultery. We wouldn't harm another person. We wouldn't, you know, be jealous or envious because we would just fully want to see that person, just humanity itself, thrive. And that's why I personally think Jesus said that this was the greatest commandment. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move to the next clip, and uh, it's actually going to be about leadership. I think when we get into a place of authority or status in our lives, we can tend to miss the mark when it comes to loving our neighbor and treating others as equals, sometimes. And being a Christian in our schools, in our workplace, or family life is a massive responsibility. The minute that we identify ourselves as Christians, all eyes are on us to be the leaders when it comes to love, mercy, morality, and character when no one's looking. You know, everyone will be watching us and watching our every move as soon as we say that we represent Jesus, because they're going to say, okay, well, what does that mean? And uh, and there's just going to be this kind of speculation about us, and we have to, I feel like you become a leader, the, you know, the, the second that you are put into that situation. So we're going to look at season six, episode 13, Servant Leadership, and see what we can learn about being a leader and loving the people that you're serving. So I hope you enjoy it. Topic of the week. Topic of the week. What does it mean to be a true Christian leader? Mm. Ooh. Suspicious. Don't dun, dun, be suspicious. Don't, be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came to my mind. <laughs> Love it. What does it mean to be a true Christian leader? What do you reckon? I think that... Um, Again, this is another one of these buzzwords mm. that we can say and hear so many times and it loses its meaning. But I know that we've all either had a really good experience of a Christian leader or perhaps a not so great experience. And so um, I reflected on one of my good experiences of someone who's really inspired me in their Christian leadership. But can you break it down like in a really real... Well, I'd, first of all, don't again be disillusioned to think that Christian leader is someone like a priest or a nun or someone leading a community. To be a Christian leader is to be a good mom, to be a good dad, That's to be it. a good Catholic um, a single person, like you to were saying. To be a good uh, kid. To be a good kid, exactly. So that's leadership at school through your example, through things. But I think it requires a few things for you to be a good Christian leader. 
And let's talk about a few points that I've come up with. And I, before we talked about, um, we've talked a lot about Christian leaders, but I think there are five things that I'd like to bring up that are, um, that are quite important. The first thing, the first most important thing for a Christian leader is for a Christian to be in love with love, love personified, in love with Jesus. Okay, so you cannot give what you do not receive, what you do not have. So a Christian should not be... It's exhausting. It's exhausting to serve people out of effort. We as, as Christians, as a Christian leader, are called to love out of overflow of the love that we receive. Mm-hmm. So if you're a mama and you're exhausted, you're tired, and you don't know how you're going to love your husband, and uh, husband, I don't know how I'm going to go back from work and I'm going to deal with, with all the hassle at home, and a, a, a student who's finding it hard to go back to school and to love the, the people that they don't have patience for, well... Spend time with Jesus. Let Jesus yeah. hug you. Let Jesus love you. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot find the strength to love if you do not yourself allow yourself to be loved by love. Totally. It's so funny because um, my mom, it's not funny at all, actually. It's quite impressive. My mom and dad, obviously, I have one of five kids. And um, as I've been getting older and my siblings are having children, they say to my mom, like, how on earth did you have five kids? Mm. And they came to Australia when she had three and so had two other kids in a brand new country. And she said, God and a lot of screaming, <laughs> you know, but honestly, she's, she just puts it down to the grace of God. She cannot remember how she got through it other than putting it all down to God. And I saw my parents, I witnessed them yes. praying together and always saying like, it's not always as simple, it's a bit cliche, but a family that prays together stays together. Yes. But, witnessing, but it's true. That's it. It's true because, and sorry for interrupting, that, no, but I, for I, when you think about this, I think about even so many like priests as well who, who, it's difficult to love, it's difficult to serve, but also how easy it is to stop spending time with love because you're spending time talking about love, you're oh, doing, totally. doing, serving. And a parent to const- constantly give, 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 and you're giving out of an empty tank, out of an empty yeah. jar, and eventually you, you're going to crack and you're going to break down and you're going to scratch people and you're going to hurt people mm-hmm. through that broken jar. So, again, your mom, you know, like spending time with love, praying together, staying together, that is the overflow. Out of that, we don't have strength. Amen. The second thing is humility. Know who you are before God. Know who God think, how God thinks of you. God thinks highly of you. He doesn't think lowly of you. He thinks highly of you. And in your, in your warts and all, to use the words we used before, God has called you to greatness. God has called you to serve. But point it back to God. Point, point others back to yourself. I, as a priest, don't have all the answers. I don't. You, as a parent, don't have all the answers. You, as a single person, don't have all the answers. But, again, you know someone who does. That's it. That's it. And I think it's important to remind ourselves on the daily that it's not about you. And there's a scripture in um, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4, 5, that says, Our message is not about ourselves. It is about Jesus Christ as the Lord. We are your servants for his sake. Mm. It's not about us. He's given us a message to take into this world, but it's to bring him glory. Again, beautiful. And again, don't forget, this is your call as a, as a leader within a family, within a leader at home, at school, everywhere you are. Mm-hmm. It's not about being on the stage, the, being a Christian leader. The third thing is correcting truth. This is painful. Mm-hmm. It's standing up for truth. Where there is evil, it's not to judge people, it's not to condemn people, not condemnation, but conviction. It's about speaking truth with love. 
not letting things go by that you know are leading people to their own destruction or, or leading to the injustice and the destruction of others. So standing up for the broken, speaking out in truth yeah. when you need to. Yes, yes. And I think that that's um, more broadly put. You have to be the one, the one who goes first, the one who takes risks, the one who you puts yourself on the line, the, the one who practices what you preach. If you want to be a true Christian leader, you got to be the one. Yes, not okay. to be, stake, me, be mistaken with being a keyboard warrior, though, oh. with someone who puts people down <laughs> and condemns people. Uh, of course, speaking of course. truth. But it's about listening and consulting and building and, and, and make, leading people to sanctity, to sainthood, speaking truth with love. That's it. But that takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage, because you think, ah, oh, someone else could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it sure. would be easier if someone else oh did goodness. it. Someone yes. else could have that hard conversation. You have that conversation. Mm. Actually, what if God's asking you to have that conversation mm. or journey with that hard person? Or mm. Sometimes, yeah, it's just uh, it's so much more comfortable to stay quiet yes. and to stay out of it. But speak also with wisdom, the importance of wisdom as well. Okay, number four uh, that I thought of is integrity. Being a person, integrity to be integral, to be on, on what is on the inside is on the outside. Now, none of us are truly inte- people of integrity because even St. Paul says it's the old man chasing the new man. Mm-hmm. Constant wrestle that we have with God, what is inside and what we say, practicing what we preach. A person of integrity is a person who's working on their holiness as well as building the holiness in others. You as a father, you're building the holiness of your children, but make sure you're spending time investing in your own holiness as well, your own prayer time, your own death to self, your own self-control. And whoever you are, wherever you are, again, as a student or whatever, even as a priest, you know, make sure it's so easy to tell people how to be holy without working on your own holiness. That's it. And you know what? As a priest, I can tell you this. It is consoling. You think, ah, I've done my work today for the Lord. I've told people how to be holy, but then I'm living in sin. Then I'm, I'm not spending time with Jesus. Then I'm not working on my own holiness. So be a person of integrity. That's it. The first person you're preaching to is yourself. Yes. Good to remind yourself. That's exactly right. This production would not be possible without the support of our FRG ministry partners and donors. Your ongoing support ensures that our online masses, online courses, podcasts, TV programs, school, youth and parish outreaches continue to reach millions of people across the world. Please prayerfully consider giving a one-off donation or becoming an ongoing ministry partner and join us in our mission to share the love of Jesus and His message of hope to the ends of the earth. Find out more at frgministry.com slash donate. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode, this recap mini-series episode here on the Catholic Influencers Podcast. This was the fifth in this little series, so go ahead and you can jump to those past ones that we did. Uh, We did some interesting topics. Uh, We've covered... Death to ego, family vocation, motivation, taboo topics, confronting the dark night, and this episode, How to Love. And we recapped and looked back at Season 4, Episode 16, The Great Commandment, and Season 6, Episode 13, Servant Leadership. So definitely encourage you to go check out the rest of those episodes if uh, you found it helpful or you enjoyed the conversation and 
want to hear more about it, um, please do so. So that pretty much sums it up for this episode. We got one more left in this series. So the next episode will be the final recap that we got going on. So stick around. Hope you tune in to that one. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Let it spark conversation for you as you're out and about throughout the week. And uh, we are on TikTok. You can find us at Catholic Influencers. And if you want to find the rest of our socials, please head to CatholicInfluencersPodcast.com. You can find all of our socials there and anything else that we got going here on the podcast. You can go source it out yourself over there. And if you want to learn more about the Mass and more about the faith, I encourage you to go to EncounterCourses.com slash subscription. And there's some really awesome, useful courses there that will help build up your faith and your knowledge as you are going throughout this life. So thank you so much for tuning in. It's been great hanging out with you. I will see you in the Eucharist. God bless. This has been a production of OSV Podcasts. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com.